So much of the coaching space talks about self-trust. And don't get us wrong, we're totally here for it. However, having trust in your audience is just as important for future growth. And without trust in both, well, it can leave you second-guessing your business at every turn. Today, I'm chatting with last year's Future You Scholarship winner, Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh, and we're diving into her journey with trusting her audience to buy. We talk about the mindset that kept her stuck and how having my coaching support was key to recognizing it and making this shift. You'll hear about exactly what supported her in taking her maternity leave and trusting her audience would be there when she got back, plus the momentum she's gained in our work together. If you're someone who has struggled to trust yourself, your audience, or your business as a whole, this episode is for you. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh. Lindsay is a psychologist and military marriage coach and passionate about helping military spouses have the marriage they truly desire and feel good in every day. She has worked with hundreds of couples over the past 14 years and knows how to bring big changes in marriage, making only small tweaks with just one partner. She is the host of the Married to Military podcast and was a 2022 Military Spouse of the Year base winner. Lindsay, welcome to One Simple Chef. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay, I am so excited for you to be here. This is amazing. So I read your bio, but I would just love to hear in your own words a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it. Perfect. So I have been a psychologist for 14 years and um, I'm also a military spouse. And with being a military spouse, we move a lot, uh, at least every two years. Right now we are um, a few months from moving to Japan. And so I was finding that I was having to quit and find a new job and transfer licensure and just do all of these things that were really difficult. And at the end of the day, I was unhappy and I really just wanted to work with people. And so during the pandemic, I had a lot of time to just play around online. And I was like, I, I'm going to switch into coaching. So specifically, I want to work with other military spouses because I find that our life is unique enough. And it's just nice to have somebody you know, there who gets it, so to speak. Um, but also, I just think that military spouses go through so much and they deserve to have a marriage that feels really solid so that regardless of what else they go through, you know, that part is set. It's fixed. It's it's a done deal. 
Totally. I love that so much. And as you know, but we'll fill our listeners in, Lindsay was the scholarship winner for this past year. And we had the pleasure of working together for the past six months. And it has been absolutely such a joy. So would love for Lindsay to share a little bit about what made her apply for that scholarship and just kind of what the opportunity was like and what that looked like. Yeah. So I, as being that I've been a psychologist for a long time, doing the actual coaching, like I got that. I know what I'm doing, but I had never started a business, ran a business, created a business, and it is a whole unique set of skills. And so I was doing probably what most people do where I was signing up for all the courses. I did a mastermind here or there. And what I realized was that I was unique in the sense of my background. And so a lot of this stuff, it applied, but I just, I just couldn't make it work. And I knew that I needed a one-to-one coach. And for anyone out there who, you know, at the beginning of a business, you're trying to do all the things and you're not bringing in the money. And so when I saw your scholarship, I was like, this is perfect. It's for a one-on-one coaching situation. It is at a price point that I can afford (laughs) for the time being. And it was a no-brainer. And so it was, yeah, I was really, really excited to, it was kind of a pick-me-up I needed to, like in my business um, at that time. So Yeah. And honestly, I think it would just be helpful for you to share kind of what was going on in your life at that time, because I think back to when we first started working together and you had a baby on the way. (laughs) You had been doing challenges and posting content, but had, I think, felt sick, right? And taken Mm -hmm. a little break from that. And I think that is when we started picking up. So why don't you just share a little bit about kind of what that looked like and what you were going through at that time? Because I think sometimes people think, oh, well, like I have to have it all together before I get coaching and then I can get support kind of thing. So I would love for you to share a little about that. Yeah, I was a full hot mess. Like our life over the last year has been crazy. We were stationed in Portugal. Um, A month before we left, I found out that I was pregnant. It was an unexpected pregnancy that kind of, again, just shook our world because we knew we were moving to Japan. So we were moving from Portugal. We were going to be in San Diego for really nine months and then moving to Japan. And I had a really, really hard first trimester. And again, because it was a surprise, it wasn't something that I prepared for and I could not show up. I I was really ill and I was just, I wasn't posting. I wasn't showing up online. Like I was barely getting out of bed to take care of my toddler. So at that point, um, any momentum that I had from the first few months that I had launched this business had gone away. And so I was feeling really frustrated. I was feeling very hormonal and I was doubting everything and everyone and could this work? And that was right, I think, when we started the scholarship. Yes. Amazing. And I think... and. I mean, let's just talk about the transformation, right? Because I think that's really helpful too. Like, I don't think 
you stayed in that place long. Like I know that in the beginning, it took a little bit to get that momentum back. And I think you were feeling better, which obviously always helps when it comes to business. But I think that like, I would just love for you to share a little bit of kind of like what it looks like for you now, how you're feeling about your business now, where you're at, all that kind of good stuff. I know baby has been born, which is exciting too. Yeah. So things are really a hundred percent different, 180 degrees, whatever that is. It's the opposite of what it was when I first started. I, I think initially what I needed was somebody to hold me accountable. And that's not like I was doing it myself too, but you were really helping me like, let's figure out the exact things that you can start. So if you're not feeling great, but it was like, what what's going to give you the bang for your buck? And I feel like that is where we started. And then it was really, while that was going, we really dug into the mindset stuff that was really holding me back. And now I, I mean, I have so much momentum. I am booking calls regularly. You know, I, I feel like I know what problem I need to solve. Whereas that was completely different. I had, I had no clue. I was in this hole that I could not see a way out of initially. And now I think that I'm, I'm mostly out of the hole, but at the very least, I'm on the ladder climbing yes. out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, amazing. So I am so curious. Is there like one specific mindset shift that stands out to you in our work together that you're like, that really helped or that really shifted things for me? Yes. And I know you will laugh. It is, I was not trusting my audience. I was not trusting that they would buy. I was not trusting that they could pay. I was not trusting that they would do the work. And it's really hard to show up from that place. And I feel like that was extending out to everything else. It was making me doubt myself and and what I was doing. It was making me not show up as much. It was really influencing the copy that I was creating. Like literally, I think that that was the thing. And so many calls were spent with us talking about like, should I change? Should I, should I market to these other people instead? What should I, right? I, I feel like you sort of talked me off that ledge so many times. And once I finally said, okay, I'm going to dive all in and actually trust and actually believe like that's when things took off. Yes. Oh my gosh. Such an important shift. And I think that what you're talking about there, that kind of like, I guess second guessing is what I'll call it, because I think that's what we do, right? Like we'll have, when the mindset's in a good place, it feels really clear and it feels like, okay, of course I'm going to take action on this plan. Of course I'm going to write the content post about the things. But when it's not always necessarily showing up for us and we're not seeing the results we want as quickly as we want, because I know we've all been there, I think that's when it's really easy to second guess it. And that's when it's really easy to say, well, it's definitely the price point, or it's definitely that they're just never going to buy or it's definitely that they can get this support elsewhere. And I think that that's really where mindset comes into play because the more we change things up, the harder it is, you know, like switch up the price point, switch up the offer, change the thing. And I'm not saying don't test and tweak, but I think that that foundational belief of trusting your audience and trusting that you were the solution that they've been looking for 
is such an important piece of this. And I don't think that, I mean, that's certainly not specific to your business alone. I think that's, that's every business, right? Like trusting that your people Mm -hmm. need what you have to offer and that you are the solution that they've been looking for. I think it's so easy for us to sort of go down the mindset rabbit hole when it's us and our business and all of that. But I even think about this on the other side of it when I've been like looking for like, heck, even like a painter for this house, right? Like, And I'm like, how is there no one out there that does like what I need at this price point kind of thing? And I think that, you know, we've all had, whether it's like the painter or someone else you're looking to hire, we've all had those moments where we're like, oh my gosh, I wish the solution to this existed or I wish the person that I'm looking for was out there. And like, you are that person for someone, many someones, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that that trust of like continuing to show up and trust like your people need you, I think is just such a huge part of continuing to show up and stay in it. Well, and if I don't trust them to do this, like why would they hire me? I mean, it makes so much sense now that I'm out of it. And as we're talking about it, because it just, I'm not empowering them and I'm not, and in, in essence, I'm not empowering myself to even help them and be there for them. So it was, it was such a thing. And I think what you did really well is you, you let me sort of play like you let me okay go in this other group and write a post and see what happens but you didn't let me like burn everything to the (laughs) ground and start over and I think that that was what was so nice I in some ways my brain needed those little pieces of proof just to build that evidence that you know I I was in with the population that I want to be in with but um I you didn't let me like sabotage myself completely and that is really where the magic of that coaching and I think it helped with the mindset ultimately too I think if you would have said nope we just have to build self you know or trust in your audience and that's all and you can't make any changes I think it would have been harder so I think again you gave me like some rope but not enough that I could do damage Totally. And I think, you know, so often we want to do those things because it feels like it's going to be better on the other side, right? Like it feels like it would be so much more safe and comfortable to be just a general marriage coach, right? And Mm -hmm. the truth is like, that just comes with different trade-offs, right? That just comes with different things because, okay, then how do your people know it's real? Like you're the person for them. How are, are you the solution? What are they going through? So like, we still have to answer different questions essentially, but yeah. but like the same sort of thing, right? Like it doesn't solve the the underlying problem of like, how do I communicate what it, who I'm for and how do I how do I actually sell that? And how do I, you know, get them excited to step into that and take that next step with us? No matter what your business is niche towards, that's still a problem you have to solve in every business. And yet I think, I I mean, I did this for the longest time when I pivoted from design to coaching, where I was like, design was so much better. Design was just easier. Design was this, right? Like, and I had like such rose colored glasses, but the truth is like, I just had different problems to solve for, right? Like, yes, yes, I didn't have to market as much because I got more referrals in that business, but it still made all of the results feel like they were happening outside of me. So like, I had to learn the lesson either way. It wasn't that one business or one niche was better than the other. It was really just like, 
oh, okay, so I have to do the uncomfortable work to speak to these things. So how do we like get our brain on board with that enough? And I think for you, that was playing with the the idea like, okay, so what if it wasn't military marriage? What if it was just general marriage? Can I go try that? And I think like, I mean, for me, I saw a huge shift in you when you did try that. You got some nibbles and then you came back and then you doubled down on military marriage and you were like, nope, it's them. I'm good. Well, and I think that that was the thing is it's not your problems go away. It's just different. It's like the number of problems stay the same regardless of what niche you're in. It's just are they a little bit different? And I think that. I needed to see that. And and like I said, you, I kept everything else intact. You just let me do like a little feeler. And I was like, oh, I don't, these are problems that I don't think I want to deal with. So if anything, I, I needed to see a little bit of it, but, but ultimately that's what it was. And it was like, I know my people, I trust in my people. I trust in myself to deliver to those people. And I still wobble on it, but I feel like we have not had to have that conversation in the same way that we were having more. We're like further down the road and we're we're dealing with some of the like offshoots that that original mindset issue had, I guess. Totally. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that either. I think sometimes we think like, oh my gosh, these people who are like, you know, super successful, they never have mindset wobbles and they never worry about this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, like, Every single person who has built up a successful business has had the wobble, has had the second guess, has had the moment where they want to burn it all down, switch it up, do the thing, right? So I think the more you can give yourself permission and grace in that process, and like you said, trust your audience, the easier it gets. So if you trust that your audience is going to buy, if you trust that it's the right audience, then we're answering slightly different questions there of like, okay, well, like, where are they not seeing the value then? Mm -hmm. Or how do we get in front of more of the right people? Or how can we start building more connections with them? So your brain gets to solve for different things instead of the solution being, well, well, clearly they're not getting it. So it must be someone else, you know? Yeah. And it's much nicer, I think, to be on this side because now it's more, okay, I'm not converting. What can I do to change that versus my audience isn't going to buy this. It's outside of my control. I feel really out of control as a result to change it. Now I'm asking, okay, there's something going on. We can pinpoint what it is and just tweak that little thing. And that for my scientist brain loves it because it just feels much more in control. It feels like we're actually taking steps and I can see the steps versus spinning my wheels out. Totally. Because you can play within the container and the structure you're already in. And I think that there's like, I'm not sure this is talked about nearly enough, but I think that there is so much beauty in that and so much merit to that because like, don't get me wrong. I'm a super creative person. I would love, like my brain can come up with like 50 different ways that we could like promote XYZ to XYZ audience, right? Like I can get really creative, but in the beginning of my business, that was a huge detriment, right? Because I would want to change things up. I would want to do all these different things and it didn't come back to the same core message. So when you can learn, okay, the container is pretty much going to stay the same. The container is not going to change. Like it's all the same core message. It's all like we run events the same way. We like, we get calls the same way. We convert calls the same way. Like the structure stays the same. Now you get to be creative within the structure 
then it becomes a lot more fun because then you Mm -hmm. can start testing and tweaking things. You can start playing with it. You have the structure to be creative in that way because the framework itself isn't changing. So your brain just gets to play in a slightly different way. So like, to to me, that was really helpful because it didn't feel boring or repetitive or anything like that. It felt like, okay, cool. I've got like (laughs) my goalposts. I know I stay within the goalposts, but like, how do we want to play in between that? So that's always been super helpful for me as well. Yes, I and I think so too, where before it was, you're looking at everything. Do I need a new audience? Do I need, and now we're looking at, do I just need to change this wording? Do I need to add in this one little objection? Do I need, right? It's such small things. And because of that, you're actually able to see whether it works or not. And for me, that is so important because it just motivates me. If something's working, then I'm motivated to do it more. And then if it's not, we can switch early and just do that one thing and it keeps going. It also made me think about another thing that I know has changed a lot where I think when we first started to work together, I wanted to do a conversion event and I was like planning that. And right now I'm also planning a conversion event. And so each time I had sent you my landing page just to review ahead of time and just, I feel like the amount of I don't, it's not really critique, but the (laughs) amount of feedback that you gave me on that first one versus this most recent one is night and day. Because back then I didn't know how to talk to them. I didn't know what I needed to say because I didn't trust them. And so it was vague. It was, I just, I didn't say very much. Whereas here I knew, okay, I need to say objections. I need to say who this is for. I need to say where they're starting, right? I had all of these checks marks in my head of things that we'd been talking about. So that was just another example too, right? Of how the little things that have changed as a result of this one mindset shift, really. Totally. And I think you're right in that self-trust is talked about so much in this space. And I think that's almost like assuming that you have that basis of trust in your audience, right? So like, I think for you specifically, like, it was kind of a layered approach. Like we had to believe that your audience was here for it, that your audience would like benefit from your services, that your audience wanted to step into them, but we had just had a few mindset things we had to address first for them, right? So like we had to have that basis of trusting your audience. And now it's the part where you have gained so much self-trust in knowing how to speak to those things for conversion events, knowing the right points to hit on, knowing exactly what your people need to hear. But And this is the part I don't think you give yourself nearly enough credit for, but I think that you would not know those things had you not talked with so many people. Like you are the queen of free calls because you just gain so much information from your audience and you have just learned so much about them over like, I mean, over the span of six months in general, I think it's just been huge. Like, you know them front and back at this point and you're able to speak to that in your copy. And I think that 
a lot of us just want to like jump to the copy part or jump jump to the the part where we're writing about it without having to like really get to know our people first, you know? Well, and you also reminded me that I could use my 14 years of experience because yeah. most of that time as a psychologist, I was working for the military. So my experience with military marriages goes way back before I launched this business. And I think... And it's funny how, right, it's so obvious to me now, but even just saying like, why don't you use your results from when you were a psychologist? And I was like, oh, and starting to take that data too. So it's not even just the six months is you opened up 14 years (laughs) of data that I was not using before. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I think that's huge. And then like, I think to other results too, like, I mean, you took a full maternity leave and you got prepared for that. That's like huge. Another thing that comes to mind is you created an ebook. You launched your deployment survival guide and have been seeing the sales roll in for that, which is super exciting. I think you have run conversion event after conversion event. You have hit how many podcast downloads? Ooh, it's, I think I'm at 14,000. Yes, now. see? So like your audience has grown hugely. Like I think yeah. that there's so much there that yes. I think sometimes when it's us, we're like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I couldn't talk about those things kind of thing. But as a, as a coach, I just like am blown away. Like you have been doing the work. Yes, I was so in the minutia of everything that I couldn't get out enough to see the bigger picture at that point. And I, just for some context here for people, because that of that me going dark during my first trimester, I was terrified of maternity leave. We had a lot of conversations about this too, that I was going to lose my momentum, that things weren't going to work, that I was going to come back and have to start all over again. And And I can't tell you how many times you had to tell me you're not starting over. You're not starting over. You are just continuing where you left off. And I had a hard time believing it. And with all of that wrapped in now, here I am coming back from maternity leave. And you were right. I I have more momentum than I had. Because if anything, me posting about my experiences um, and me trusting that my audience needs that and that I'm the one to give it to them. If anything, it's just has maternity leave and having the baby has made things even much more strong and even, you know, has built my following even more. So it's just kind of interesting, the things you're worried about that you don't need to worry about. (laughs) Totally. Exciting news. I am now accepting applications for this year's Future You Scholarship. That means six months of one-on-one mindset and sales coaching and all of the magical results that come with it completely free. My business has undergone some massive transformations over the years. I'm talking my best year in business, my highest income months ever, and more impact all around. Not only that, but my clients have achieved incredible results with my support, and many of them have had their highest income months in our work together, like 2K, 5K, 11K, all the way up to 20K months and six-figure years. I am so proud, and I'm feeling incredibly grateful. I also know that the single best way to keep the good vibes flowing is by passing the gift that is a thriving life and business right along to you. 
So in the spirit of gratitude, I'm offering my yearly Future You scholarship once again. I'm taking a private one-on-one client through my six-month Future You Mindset and Sales Coaching Program on full scholarship. That means you, me, six months for free. Yep, the very same program that supports my clients in cultivating the mindset to close more sales with more ease so they can ultimately thrive in life and business. Together, we do the mindset work to own your expertise, put yourself out there, gain visibility, and get consistent clients in your business for more sustainable success. The very same program that would normally cost you 7K can be yours with this Future You scholarship. The best part? I know you don't have a ton of time, so I've made this application process easy peasy. Download the application by clicking the link in the show notes. Applications must be received by Wednesday, October 19th. I cannot wait to read yours. We've also had a lot of conversations around like when you detach is typically when things flow in. And I think that that's been a huge shift as well as like, okay, so if I trust my audience to still be there when I get back from maternity leave, then I can really like surrender in this process or I can really detach in this process so that I can up and move across the, well, I guess it's not across the country. I can move over the country a little bit. (laughs) And like, you know. Well, I am. I'm moving to another country. So that is coming. Now Now you're moving across the globe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one-upping myself every single time. (laughs) But I think like you almost had to have that trust going into that or maternity leave just, I mean, probably wouldn't have been fun (laughs) at all. You know, like I think that you had to have that basic trust of, okay, like I am trusting people will be there when I get back. I am trusting that even if they weren't, I know how to build that momentum again. I am trusting that I'm further along than I was when I was sick. Like there was just so much trust there. And I think that I mean, you just see it again and again and again. Like when you were planning for baby's arrival, you were like, I am in full on baby mode and I am getting calls and this is happening. <laughs> like, I mean, it was amazing. Which we should pause. And I had the day I was in labor, I was in very much denial that I was actually in labor. I had three sales calls while I was in labor. And no, finally, really? yes, I did. I don't, I can't <laughs> believe I didn't tell you this. Yes. I had three sales calls. I was going through contractions, but I kept telling myself it's early labor. It's fine. And finally, my husband said like, we need to go to the hospital. I was like, <laughs> I don't think so. It's too early. And my doula said, you know, okay, go you. Yes. You're yes. Go to the hospital. So from the end of my <laughs> last sales call, I'm almost like embarrassed to say this because what was I doing? But the end of my last sales call until my daughter was born was two hours. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So you were taking them right up until she arrived. I was and I felt and maybe that is just to say because I wouldn't have done I was just so excited and I was so in it and I think that I was in trusting my body I trusted the system and well I I should have gone to the hospital maybe a little (laughs) sooner than I did but other than that but I felt good and and I think that that was just all the preparation that we did uh leading up to it and I also took a few calls on maternity leave because that felt right and so I think that the trust in my audience really led to 
trust in myself. And now the two are really working together because you can't have one without the other, I think. And so both have helped me to kind of get to where I am now. Totally. Oh my gosh, that is a wild story. I definitely did not know that. (laughs) Surprised I didn't tell you. (laughs) But exactly, right? But I think the important piece there is like, you were really operating from a place of what felt good, right? Like, okay, it feels good for me to have these calls right now, even though I'm going into labor, but I'm apparently I'm pretending that's not happening. (laughs) I I was way denial. But even like the calls during maternity leave, like I think sometimes we think it has to be this like all or nothing thing, right? So like the only right way to do it is for me to take three months off completely and not touch the business, but still have money rolling in. Like I think that a lot of women have this almost like preconceived notion of what that's supposed to look like as a business owner. And I just give so much grace there again with the trusting self and trusting audience of like, you can trust yourself to know what feels good for you. Like in no way, shape or form was I saying to Lindsay, you absolutely must take sales calls during maternity leave. You know, like I think, you know, you just had that self-trust of like, yeah, this is what feels good. And I know I can, so I want to, right. But like, you could have just as easily decided that doesn't feel good. And I don't want to do that. And like, I'll just pick them back up. So I don't want people listening to this to be like, oh my gosh, okay, so the right way is to take like sales calls during maternity leave. You know, like it's just like, again, going back to that, trusting your audience and trusting yourself and trusting it'll be there when you get back. You know, I think that surrender piece and that detachment piece is just like, it's so annoying to hear about in the business space because I remember there was a time when I was like, if one more person mentions detachment, I am going to scream, you know, because when you want the results, you want to know how to create the results. And you're like, well, you know, letting go of it all certainly doesn't seem like the path there. But I think what I'd offer there is like, you were taking the actions, like you're really good about posting the stuff, showing up, you're showing up on stories, I see your reels, like you're post, you're posting the thing. So the actions are there. It's just the amount of trust that you had in those mm-hmm. actions to actually like yield clients. And I think that's such a huge mindset piece that really shifted. Yeah. And and I will say, I know even those calls during maternity leave, we had conversations about that before. Like, do you want to do that? Is this the best idea? And we really were able to talk through it. And sometimes the answer was no, I'm not in a place. I haven't slept in, you know, days. And and other times it was like, yeah, the time works out. I have somebody to to you know, be there. I, I was holding the baby a couple of times, but it really sort of, I got to just tune into myself and be like, does this feel right? And, or does this not? And I had never done that in my business before at all. And so it really was a night. And I think that because I did that, it sort of gives me that evidence again, that I can trust myself to do what is best for me. And it doesn't have to look like everyone else. I think our most recent thing was we were talking about the offers that I have. And I was like, well, when I first started coaching, I looked at what everyone was doing and I just did that. And we finally started, or I think I came to you and I said, we need to look at my offers. I, it, I, 
my offers are not for my people. And just me saying that word or, you know, saying that phrase in and of itself says like how far I've come. But I feel like it really has had me trust in myself. And because of that, I get to have way more fun. I get to play yeah. around with things. If it doesn't work out, awesome, I'll fix it. You know, I think that that's, that's the biggest change here. And I think that you've been really good about doing that and testing that in a way that doesn't require like you know, six months of preparation to go try it. And I'm not even kidding. Like, I think sometimes the the thought there is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to change my offer, which means totally new sales page, totally new website, totally new, like, and you can go down the rabbit hole on all of that. I think that when we were talking about it, we were like, cool. Okay. So slightly different follow-up email that we send, right? Yeah, like, or slightly yeah. different pitch on the call. Like, I think that there's so much value in being able to make those tweaks and test those things with again, within the container you already have, instead of going off on like, and this is how I see people stay stuck for like months, if not years, because every shift requires this like overhaul because the overhaul is what feels safe rather than going out and like selling the thing or pitching the different thing and getting that feedback and getting that response from your audience. So I just give you so much credit for that because you were like, okay, that makes sense. And then you'd like go and you'd run with it rather than like having to like up, like upend everything, you know? Yeah. And I think that my emotions have gotten more regulated as a result. I think the the highs when I'd have a really good sales call or I'd make a sale were really high. And then in the between time when I wasn't booking calls or things, they'd be really low. And I feel like because of this trust and being able to that detachment that you're talking about, it's like I finally have been able to step back, you know, enough that I can... I can breathe a little bit and I can see things more holistically versus just the little the little nuances. And it's been really nice. And it's funny because in the moment, it's like a kid, right? When you see your kid, it doesn't look like they've changed at all. And then you see like a picture for, of them from six months ago and you're like, oh, wow, you've actually grown a lot. You've changed <laughs> a lot. Like your whole, you know, everything is different. And, and that's sort of how I feel. And it wasn't until kind of I went back and really reflected on these six months um, and everything, right? Like, so I know that income is, is like my next big thing. Like that is the one thing that has sort of dragged. But if you look at like number of followers, number of podcast listeners, number of calls booked, number, right? Every single thing has exponentially grown, but I just don't always see it in the moment. And now I feel like I'm stepped back enough to kind of recognize that. Yes. Exactly. I mean, I totally agree. And I think that there's just so much value in that reflection. I think a lot of us just like are so, I, was, I don't want to say the word impatient, but we'll roll with it. Like, I think some of us are so impatient to just like get to the next level, get to the next thing, make it happen, get the result, get the income, right? But I think that like when you take a second and you think back and reflect back to even where you were six months ago, a year ago, like, I would be willing to bet that every single person listening to this has grown and seen so something shift mm -hmm. over the past six months. And it's just like, is your mindset in a place to actually see that and acknowledge that and celebrate that? Or are we like wrapping it up in a nice bow of shame there and it's making it even harder to show up? So I think mm -hmm. that it's there's just so much value in that reflection and giving yourself that credit. Because like you said, I mean, I, 
I see a night and day difference between where you were six months ago and how you're showing up in your business now and the visibility you've gained and like how my, how many of the people that you've helped and supported to this point and all of that. And I think the business piece of it, like we always knew you could do the coaching piece, right? Like we never really second guessed that piece. But I think like the business piece of it, just seeing the amount of empowerment and self-trust that has grown in that process, how much you know your people now, how much you know your business now, how much you trust yourself to make those tweaks we've been talking about is just, I mean, just such a difference, right? Yes. I was talking to my husband a couple days ago. And I feel like the bones of my business are there. And some of them are, this is my kid analogy again. I'm, okay. I'm full baby mode. Yeah. Like, you know how like baby skulls, they're not like fully, they're still a little soft. So they're, they're hard enough, but like they can still, and I feel like, like that's kind of what my business is now. Like I'm still, I have some leeway. It's not like set in stone, but I feel like I have this really solid, foundation, which is funny because that's what I'm helping people to do in marriage is like build Mm -hmm. that strong foundation and how everything gets easier. And now applying that same thing to business where I didn't have a strong foundation. And it, it, because of that, everything else seemed wobbly and everything else seemed just chaotic. And so if anything, for me, like the momentum is wonderful, but I feel like I feel like for me, it's it's that fact that I have this solid place to land. So no matter what happens, like if I were to get pregnant, which I'm not ever doing that again, <laughs> now, but if, right, but like if the same sort of like wacky situation came out where I couldn't show up in my business, like I know I would be okay. And that is a huge thing for me to say. I mean, I didn't even feel like I could take maternity leave and be okay. And now to say, yeah, some you know, event could happen that could take me out of the business. And I know that I would be fine. It's huge. And even like, I know you're showing up in the business currently, but you've got a lot going on on the life side too. You have a newborn, you're living with your parents right now, your husband's deployed. (laughs) Like these are not tiny things. Like these are big things. And you are like running the business like without skipping a beat here. You know? like, I, I mean, you're talking about like big event that could take you out. But I That's think like, it's just I mean, you've got a lot going on that could also take you out and you're still in it. It is funny. You asked me before we started recording, you're like, how are you? And I was like, um, (laughs) I'm kind of okay. Like I am okay. And I I think that that is right. I am in probably the hardest phase of life that really I will ever be. Even for the military, this is hard. And now you throw a newborn on top of that. You throw an overseas situation and it's just, yeah, it's a lot. And I think that that also has helped my self-trust. Not that I will ever put myself through situations like this unnecessarily, but I think to be able to still do it in this, you know, chaos that is my life outside of the business, like I got this and I would not have said that. I was so distrustful of everything after that first trimester of everything. Totally. Yeah. And I think there's so much value in that for your people, right? Because it's not like you're just some random psychologist that who's like swinging in, giving marriage advice here, you know, like you are in it, you are quite literally living it. And I think that 
again, that's one of those things that I don't think you give yourself enough credit for because I think that is so much value. Like there's so much value there for your people. Just having someone who gets it, who's lived through it, who knows the challenges, who's made it work anyway, who can run a business after having a newborn and having a husband deployed, like there, I would be willing to bet, I don't know for sure, but I would be willing to bet there aren't a lot of psychologists in the military that can say that they have that kind of like real life experience. And I think that just sets you like, sets you apart and is of so much value to your people. Yeah. And I think that that is also what has been coming up for me with maternity leave, because really I was showing up in the business, but honestly, it was just posting like what was going on with me. So if I was having a hard day of, you know, the day my spouse left for deployment and like all of these things. And so if anything, it's just like, that's it. I can talk about, you know, being a psychologist and all the things I know, but in, and I, I added in that other piece of like, look, I'm in the life. I'm doing it. I'm showing up, which again, I wasn't doing great before this as well. But that has probably been the difference maker too. Like I said, it's funny coming out of maternity leave where I've worked less (laughs) than I've ever worked in my life and I have the most momentum. And, and even though I'm coming, I say I'm back, well, in four months, I'm moving to Japan. So who knows like what that's going to be. And of course, I'm going to have to like, kind of duck out for a little bit again. But again, I'm not I'm not worried about it. If anything, like there's material, there's content, (laughs) like I'm seeing things. And I think it's helping my life too. It's helping me, you know, deal with all this other stuff in life, because I have an outlet for which I can put it that feels productive. And I think that's the mindset piece, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like you didn't have the content before. Like, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you probably could have hopped on stories and talk about like how sick you were and how that was affecting it, right? Like you still had the, the things happening or the connection points with your audience, but you're thinking about it in an entirely different way. So I think that's really where coaching shines is just in being able to have that outside perspective, being able to you know, have someone who can kind of see the forest from the trees and zoom out when we're like Mm -hmm. so in the weeds of this isn't working or I can't connect with my people or I don't know how to show up or even like notice these opportunities. And I think that that's just like such a huge benefit of having someone by your side in that. So that's what I have to say about that. (laughs) Well, and I will say It's funny because even as a therapist, I say that all the time and I knew that and that was why I was looking for a one-on-one coach. However, I was still so resistant to it and like my mindset's fine and and even though, even when I knew it wasn't, right, it's still hard to go there and that's why I think you need somebody else in there with you because I sometimes even knew what I needed to do. Sometimes I didn't, but most of the time I did. I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it on my own and stay in it, right? And maybe I would have figured it out, but it would have taken me way longer than six months. I would be spinning still. Like, I just think that that is, it's it's not only the support you need, but I think it, it gets you the results faster. It, it helps you to not let it be as painful when you are going through it. I mean, there's just so many reasons. And even when you know that's the case, it's still sometimes hard to take the step. So take the step, take the step, get the support, do it, do it, do it. Yes. 
Oh my gosh. And what better time than when we are re-releasing the scholarship? So definitely stay tuned for more details on that. We'll be sure to drop all the appropriate links. Um, But Lindsay, if people love what they heard from you today, I know that you offer a free marriage breakthrough call that you'd love to offer listeners. And I would just love to hear more about that. Absolutely. So for anyone listening, look, I love working with marriages. I'm working with um, the military currently, but even for anyone out there, if you're not in the military and you would just like to strengthen your marriage, I am offering specifically for people listening to this podcast, a free uh, military breakthrough call. And if you decide to sign up and just do some sort of package with me, I'm offering a free level up call um, in addition, just so you can really get that foundation for the marriage that you want. Because it's the same as this with business. You need that foundation strong to do everything else. If my relationship wasn't solid, there's no way I would feel comfortable taking all these risks in my business that I'm taking and and do all the things that I'm doing. So um, I would love to talk to as many of you as possible. And um, yeah, I, I just love doing them. Yes. Okay. So be sure to mention this podcast episode when you head over and book that free call. Again, that's that marriage breakthrough call. We'll be sure to drop all the appropriate links in the show notes so that you can connect with Lindsay. And Lindsay, if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Married to Military, and my podcast is on all of the you know podcast platforms, also Married to Military beautiful. All right. Definitely go hang out with her over there. Lindsay, thank you so much. It has been such an absolute pleasure, not only recording with you today, but also having the pleasure and joy of being your coach over the past six months. So thank you so much. Agreed. It's such an honor to have you with me through this. I don't know where I would have been without you. It was like the stars aligned. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for being on this journey with me and just thank you for everything. Yay! Of course, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks... We'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. It can be really difficult to tap into it to see those opportunities. And I think- Hold on, my- I think my parents are the only people that have a landline in the whole world and it is ringing. (laughs) We answered that. We're recording.